Good morning. It is Thursday, February 23rd. It's six minutes after 11. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. So Indiana residents will soon be seeing an increase in prices at the pump. Of course we will. Trying to put a smile on my face sure. so it doesn't hurt so yes, much. The uh, Indiana uh, Department of Revenue published the gas use tax rate uh-huh. for the upcoming month. And the tax will be increasing by 1.4 cents to 18.6 cents per gallon. And that begins on March 1st. All right. Now, at the risk of angering that guy who called last hour, left the voicemail that we played, who gets mm-hmm. upset if I use negative words, mm-hmm. I'm uh, going to try to approach this using as few negative words as possible and educate our audience if i say how much you're getting screwed (laughs) is that a negative context how about i try let me try it like this kitty on how much your government is not putting your best financial interest first that's good how about that yes is that good very nice kinder softer gentler Mm -hmm. okay so in the state of Indiana, your best financial interest is not being put first by Indiana Republicans, not once, but twice when it comes to every time you buy a gallon of gas. Because, Casey, there are not one, mm-hmm. but two gas taxes mm-hmm. that you pay. The one, the gas tax was the uh, largest tax increase in Indiana state history that Republicans and their supermajorities enacted Holcomb's first year in office. And you may remember that because everybody from, including Mike Braun, remember mm-hmm. Mike Braun, he's going to run for governor now, uh, purport, says he's for low taxes, but he did vote for the largest tax increase in state history. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The But it goes up every year. Uh, every year, July 1st, the tax, gas tax in the state of Indiana goes up by one penny. So it'll be like uh, 16 cents higher per gallon, I think, or something like that this July 1st than when Holcomb and the Republicans took office in 2017. So, you know, some people are for that. Some are against that. Uh, You get the government you deserve. Then there is a second tax on gas because the Republicans do not have your struggle to have your financial interest (laughs) at heart. Uh, So they are taxing you not once, but twice on gas. And the second tax on gas is the sales tax on gas, Mm -hmm. which is the same sales tax you pay on every other item than food in the state of Indiana. So you pay the gas tax, which is a separate little is slush fund, is that a negative word? Is that a, Does that have negative context? No, I think you're good. Okay, slush fund mm-hmm. for lawmakers to use for legalized vote buying. And then there's the sales tax on gas, which is 7%. And Casey, because if I say Republicans hate you, is that negative? Yeah, that sounds pretty negative. Okay, rep- because Republicans appear to not care at all about your financial well-being. That's better. The tax on gas mm-hmm. will fluctuate mm-hmm. from one month to the next yes. based on the price of gas. So in a weird way, Casey, mm-hmm. the gas tax is just like the property tax in the sense of you're getting screwed based on something completely out of your control. So on the property tax, some guy sells his home down the street from you who you may not even know if he sells it for a higher amount your home is going to go up in value and you pay higher taxes. On the gas tax, Biden Mm -hmm. shuts off energy from Russia. Biden makes drilling harder. Biden makes moving energy harder. Again, no fault of my own, but yet the gas tax and the revenue to the treasury goes up because it's based on the price of gas. So, for example, when Trump was in office, the gas tax, March of 2019, 
11.4 cents. Yes. Uh, March of this coming year, so March 1st, the gas tax will be 18 point, the sales tax on gas will be 18.6 cents. Mm-hmm. So collectively, when you take the gas tax and you couple it with the sales tax on gas, mm-hmm. and again, it fluctuates, mm-hmm. but more than 60 cents of every gallon of gasoline that you purchase goes to the state of Indiana mm-hmm. for, is legalized vote buying, is that a negative terminology? I think some people would consider that, yeah. Okay. But- you know, let, let's just go with it. And, re- and imagine if you're the Republicans in Indiana and you purport, you claim to be the party of low taxes and limited government. And yet on the two most essential things for people, which is the home that they live in mm-hmm. and their ability to drive to work, to be able to pay for the home they live in. Right. You continue to raise taxes on people on those two things on an annual basis. Now, Casey, if I make an assertion of why that's happening, is that a negative thing? Possibly. It depends on how you make that assertion. So if I were to say it's because they're a bunch of big government, greedy backstabbers <laughs> who hate your guts, that would be negative, right? Yeah. So the reason they tax those two things, and I'll do this in a positive context, is because you can't opt out of those. Well, I mean, I guess Indiana rewards a lot of people who don't go to work, so I guess you could. But people like listen to this station, they tend to be hard workers and people who value a job. So if you're a person with any sort of decency, Mm -hmm. you, one, want to go to work, so you have to drive for most people to get to work. And if you're a person with any sort of decency and hard worker, you're going to provide shelter for yourself and your family. And the Republicans, so again, greedy backstabbers is the wrong term to use, right? (laughs) So because the Republicans are very into big government at big cost and legalized vote buying, they want to tax you into oblivion on the two things they know that you can't opt out of. Did I do that well? Was I pretty positive for most of that? Uh, sure. That, okay, w- that was real positive. Yes, okay, so what you're saying then is on 10 gallons of gasoline, you're paying almost $2 of that just straight to tax. Yes, dollar eighty. Yeah, so if you bought, yes, if you bought, let's say you, uh, Casey, you drive a much nicer car than me because you're far more wealthy. But I have, a believe, a 10-gallon tank in my little golf cart. Mm-hmm. And so... When you would buy 10 gallons of gas, 60 cents or more, mm-hmm. depending on what the sales tax on per gas gallon. is, is so $6 of every mm-hmm. of every tank of gas I would buy mm-hmm. goes to the state of Indiana for, I mean, they say it's roads, but have you seen the roads? You know, I was just thinking about that this morning, actually, on my way in when my car nearly took a bath yeah. in a huge hole. Saying the roads are not good, huh? It's full, full hmm. of water. No, and I actually, I I, I thought of Hogshead on my way in today. Well, it, which it, is it, weird. I try not to think well, of it. Well, Hogshead is certainly to blame, but we were led to believe that when they did this massive tax increase in 2017, the roads would be paved in gold. There would never be a pothole ever again, and all our problems would be solved. Now, the other side of this, Casey, that mm-hmm. has, look, I know enraged maybe is a negative kind of text word, so I'm not going to use that here. But as people very concerned is the fact that at the same time, the gas tax, like the property taxes, keep going up. We are sitting on six or close to six billion dollars. Surplus. Surplus, which is over taxation. Yeah. And the Republicans refuse to do anything on the two most essential items, which is the ability to get to work and the ability to stay in your home. But yet they're sitting on six billion dollars of overtaxation of your money, but they won't suspend or offset Mm -hmm. or anything, any of these taxes. Nope. They're both just going up. So the state average for a gallon of gasoline is currently $3.31. And it's a good thing that they're not doing anything about it, Rob, because they can't unless they pay themselves more money. 
Yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, don't forget they did in the current budget find the house did 1.5 million dollars in raises for themselves. Mm-hmm. Now I also want to point out when uh, these lawmakers. So yesterday they passed this. It is signed into law. It is done. So in two months, well, I mean, been two months, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. These lawmakers in a month and a half, the governor signed it. It is the law now. Signed a tax law. Tax law keyword there, right? Because you know we're always told Texas we got to study this. We got to review. We need more information. We don't have enough. They signed a law that is now the law of the state of Indiana that will allow businesses to offset um, taxes that they pay, uh, the, I believe it's the federal taxes they pay on their state taxes or vice versa. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's like a colossal savings for business, business being the key word, because, well, who gives to the politicians, the businesses, uh, the yeah. businesses. Don't. So when it came to helping the businesses, which I'm not even, I'm not even objecting to helping the businesses, mm-hmm. right? I think we should help every, you know, me, everyone. When it came to helping the businesses, in a month and a half, we not only got the bill passed, but Holcomb couldn't sprint. I, he might have torn a hamstring. I don't know if anybody's seen him today <laughs> to sign that bill. But yeah, when it comes to helping you mm-hmm. on the nuts and bolts of you living, whether it's the gas tax or the property tax, well, we, you know, we don't want to rush we need this. more time. But when it came to saving hundreds of millions of dollars from the treasury for businesses, they were concerned about, you know, schools or the, the, the local governments and how they were impacted. It's amazing, Casey, when these people want to do something, they can do whatever they want. Right. As fast as they want. They can get it done. Like, it was a new world record. Like, like giving themselves raises. It's kind of like Somebody Casey be very on mad 93 that I'm Very sorry. Very sorry. Well, the, the the worst part about that segment is the bad news that we're passing on to our listeners, and that is that in just a couple more days, no. a week, they're going to be paying more for gas. They need more information. They've got to study it. Okay. They need more info. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. We got to get out of Casey, space. question. Rob, answer. Kev, get in on this, too. Over my left shoulder, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can't see because I have the blinds up, but there is a gentleman out on the circle mm-hmm. who Kev pointed out was playing a guitar. Yeah. The guitar was then placed onto what appeared to be a stand of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then as the gentleman began to, now disrobe would not be the right word because he didn't take all of his clothes off, but he at least he removed his jacket Yeah, and he appeared to be st- was staggering. Would that be the correct observation? Yeah, it looked like he was kind of swaying a little bit. Oh. He was a little off balance. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think he may be having some issues of some sort. So where are we with... He's doing some day drinking? Well, I don't know, Casey. Be- I mean, he was... Well, there he was, is a bottle, isn't there? there was, it it oh. looked like a water bottle, but there could be something well. in... The, it doesn't necessarily mean it is water in <laughs> the water bottle. clear. Yeah, that's a good okay. point. Where are we at? With on day drinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know where you're at. I'm going to need to see your entire wine menu. Uh, no, ask your question. Do you have anything from 63 in here? <laughs> Ma'am, we're a bar. We have gummy bear shots. Yeah. Uh, where are we at with the what could be inebriated guy staggering on the circle mm-hmm. with the guitar? <laughs> What do, you, what do you mean? Like, should we, it, like, do we want to give him money? Do we want no, to listen no, 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 to him? No, 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 no. I mean, it shouldn't. I mean, it's it's monument circle. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we say, okay, above all else, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, whatever, we will defend. Like, I thought this during the riots when they were writing the awful, horrific stuff mm-hmm. on the monument, which if you still look super close, you can still probably see some of it. I thought, wouldn't you say, no matter how bad it is. We will defend this fort above all other for other forts. Like there are two things we will not allow you to take: the monument, mm-hmm. which is an you know just 
total central Icon. part of the yeah. not just Indianapolis but the entire state yeah. and the state house. In the case of just day-to-day operations, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say, buddy, we get that this is a major metropolitan city and we got way bigger problems than clear water bottle staggering guy <laughs> playing a guitar, but you're just not going to do it mm-hmm. on Monument Circle. Well, is he doing anything illegal? Is he panhandling? This, but Wait, this is my. So, so you don't think that he should be able to do it? I'm saying on the monument itself. Like, shouldn't that just be for you want to walk know. on the monument? I mean, aren't they playing like? I always hear music being played from the speakers. speakers. But it's yeah. not a staggering guy with his own guitar mm-hmm. who you don't know what's in the water bottle. You yeah, know, but he's a, he's a musician. I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming so he's Kevin's a musician. Kevin's going to let it pass because he's a musician. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe he has an ear infection and that's why he's dizzy. Look, I've. I've seen people like screaming and doing awful things on the circle. Yeah, it shouldn't be and, allowed. But this, if this guy's just playing guitar, but I it's just but the mod. So you're defending this. Yeah, you saw what I saw, and you're saying that's he, fine. If I, I, if I, you, let's I, say you came. Let's say you came, Kev. You brought your family up here from Evansville. We're gonna have a day downtown. <laughs> mm-hmm. The kitties, the wife. We're gonna mosey around downtown. We're gonna see all the sights and sounds, and we're gonna go to the central hub of Indianapolis, the yeah. core of our state, mm-hmm. the direct center. You see it on national TV. It's the world's largest Christmas tree. It lights up every year. Oh, we can't wait to go mm-hmm. to the big monument downtown and then there's this guy and then there's the staggering guy with the guitar does that make you want to come back Kev? you want your kids walking up to that maybe Uh, he's really good you can't hear what he's playing i don't want to hear what he's playing (laughs) a a little bit of rock and roll never hurt nobody all right (laughs) he's if he's not doing anything illegal he's not really disturbing a whole bunch of people it's okay staggering guy with a guitar will definitely not be the most (laughs) offensive thing that will happen on monument circle all day i can almost guarantee that (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll, uh, keep an eye on him and kind of see how it goes i mean you can't hear him because you're up here, but maybe he's really, really good. I don't care <laughs> if he sounds like <laughs> Pavarotti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want some guy you don't playing want a guitar, mm-hmm. st- st- staggering guy. Is it just because of the staggering? Or no, I don't, I don't want the, I don't, look, This is not a, uh, a, a road show. <laughs> You go to the monument to see the monument. Mm-hmm. Like, you want some guy. I mean, but it's, well, it's right the, in the middle of the city. I mean. What's the difference between Kev, that? Kev, and, is he still out there? Can you see? Let me let me check here. I mean, there's there's families that eat out there on the benches and park-like right. setting. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. He's, uh, is he playing? He's playing. <laughs> he's strumming along. Mm-hmm. What if he's playing Bruce Springsteen? I don't care. <laughs> Is he going to fast then? I don't care if he's playing Beethoven. Hey, <laughs> I actually brought my bongos today. You should go down there with him. I might join him. When the show is over, you should totally go down there and play with staggering acoustic guitar guy. Get his full story. <laughs> Oh, I'm on it. We need to know what the deal is. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC trending this hour. If you're a chicken lover, you're going to be excited about this. Raising Canes is expanding in central Indiana. They've announced that they will be in Noblesville on Campus Parkway. You know where they never come, Casey? They're going to open in late March. You know where they never come? They never come to Brownsburg. Mm. You know why? You know what we have in Brownsburg? Warehouses. Warehouses on Mm -hmm. every corner. Hey, why don't we go to Brownsburg? They've got the warehouses. (laughs) Also trending is Andrea Mitchell. She was talking about the Chinese spy balloon and how the Biden administration is taking it seriously. And she said, in fact, the last time the U.S. shot down another country's aircraft was in World War II. This is also the last time her brain was working. (laughs) 
It was so rare, and they view it so seriously. The last time that the U.S. had struck down, uh, shot down another air, another country's aircraft was in World War II, Pearl Harbor. That is so incorrect. And yet NBC put so much into her and her opinion. You're just you're so upset by this, aren't you? Well, it just underscores when they listen, people will listen to these people mm-hmm. as though they are some sort of gospel. gospel. Yeah. Look, we are one of the reasons we're so popular is because we are directly honest with you about what we're doing here. We're having fun. Our number one job is to entertain you. Our number two job is to try to educate you. But at the end of the day, we want you to think like us, right? But we always encourage you, do your own research. Mm -hmm. Even if you think we've had the greatest take or you think we're the most entertaining, do your own research. But there are so many people who will just gobble up what these people say as though it is some sort of unquestionable truth. Like Andrea Mitchell. Also trending, we've talked about this in the past, and tomorrow is the big day. Cocaine Bear will be in theaters tomorrow. Cocaine Bear! Cocaine Bear? Cocaine Bear! Shut up! This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Drugs are very, very bad. Cocaine Bear, only in theaters. Radar. <laughs> you're going to go see this, aren't you? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not going to go see this. And I know that you're not. I thought we were all going to see it. Kevin's going to go for all You of should us. go with the guy on the circle with the guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay for his ticket because it sounds like maybe he can't afford when's it. it, when's, <laughs> it when's it When's it? come out, Casey? Tomorrow. Okay, Casey. Uh, Kev, rather. If you go out after the show and you just ran, ran, just totally rando, sit down next to that guy with your bongos, don't say a word, <laughs> just start playing with him, whatever it is, yeah. just roll with it. I can almost guarantee you that by the end of whatever bonding session you guys have on the circle, and it could go for hours because we know the police aren't going to remove anybody or do anything about it because the mayor won't allow that to happen. And it's in no way a commentary on our police. It's a commentary on the people who run the city. That at the end, if you look at that dude and go, Hey, man, want to go see Cocaine Bear tomorrow? There is probably a 97% chance he will tell you yes, and I can think of nothing better for our show Mm -hmm. than you and that guy to go see Cocaine Bear Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm down with the jam session thing, but I don't know about that. Any more bonding. Hey, you could invite him to your mentoring session. (laughs) Yeah, how would you feel about that? I think think that guy... um, may know a thing or two about pounding some brews. (laughs) How old is he? I don't know. I can't see him. You've got the view of the... very hard. I think he might be in his 50s. So maybe he could mentor Rob. So yeah, that's the thing is he's probably about 10 years older than Rob. Mm -hmm. He probably has... I bet he's got a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of years. Just hear his wisdom. Knowledge packed in there. Okay. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. Okay. So for all the people in the YouTube chat who got mad at me for my commentary on the guy with the guitar, mm-hmm. there's a guy with a guitar. On the circle. Does that guy, you two observed him. Mm-hmm. I left the room, but you yeah. two observed him yeah. during the break. Does that look like someone who's, who's on a controlled substance? Uh, you can finish that sentence, Casey. Thank you. He looks like he could be. He's actually not even playing the guitar. Yeah, he's just, he's kind of he's in just his, holding it. He looked like he was kind of in his own world. Mm-hmm. Um, he was Doing smoking a thing. cigarette. He held the guitar up yeah. and was like, looked like he was yelling. Yeah. Yeah. It would, it would, if you said, Rob Kendall, get on stage at a Rolling Stones concert, it's what I would do. Yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's no actual, you have observed no actual guitar playing during the break, right? Well, we, we can't hear anything, but he, it kind of... It's not even like 
He, there's no, I mean, there's no action that you would say is a guitar player. Neck. Yeah, I think he he started to look like he was kind of strumming, but I just couldn't. But tell. I could do that. It doesn't mean I'm actually. I could look like I'm strumming the guitar. Well, he's okay. got stage presence. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but to your point, and the family from Evansville yeah. who was coming to Indianapolis to have a nice photo shoot on the circle, yeah. they picked a bad day because there's all sorts of construction going on. Well, I know, but, but here's the conversation. Okay, this guy. I think with this, you two are not even sure he's a guitar player. Period. I think it's a prop. Now. It's kind of up in the air right mm-hmm. now. Which, by the way, one of my buddies texted me during the break, mm-hmm. and this is a phenomenal idea. He will go down one day after the show, mm-hmm. noon, whatever. He will go down on the circle with Kev. He mm-hmm. plays guitar and sings. Kev can do drums. Let's find out how money, much money you two guys can actually make <laughs> in an hour. I think that would be fascinating. Do you think listeners would show up for that? I think they would if it's going to be Kev on the circle and Casey and I will come out and support you. <laughs> and we'll find out how much money just as regular street yeah. musicians you, you can make. My point with this was, and it appears I was proven correct based on your observations, Mm -hmm. that is not Mm -hmm. what you want people to see or experience. It's not a good representation of Indianapolis, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. he's like... And uh, and maybe he needs help, maybe he doesn't, I don't know. And if he does, I hope he gets it or someone is able to facilitate that. But the Monument Circle mm -hmm. is not the place for that because it makes people creeped out. Yeah. And foot traffic downtown is dwindling. Yes. I mean, that's... I'm I'm all for... uh, Buskers and musicians. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. But now it is kind of up to debate yeah. whether or not he actually is a musician. Yeah, I mean, this is not some guy, you know, sitting there like Bob Dylan, just minding his, you know, own space and just, you know, it's not Joan Baez over there. Yeah, in his mind, he's in uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You know, we don't know where he's at in his mind. And again, if the guy's got a substance abuse problem or whatever, then God bless him. I hope he's able to get the help he needs, etc. And people should do what they can to help that. But Monument Circle, mm-hmm. and it keeps happening in and around our circle. I mean, Hammer and I did this one time uh, for several, I don't know if he's filling in with for Nigel or what, but at noon... Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to go walk around the circle. He said, count the homeless people. We counted, I think it was like nine people mm-hmm. prominently on, either on the monument or on the circle in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. That is not the way a thriving major metropolitan city mm-hmm. operates. Yes, and I think you've answered your own question there. Thriving yeah. metropolis. Yeah. Operates. It doesn't mean you don't want to help these people. It doesn't mean you don't care about them. Mm-hmm. It means that in a in terms of an actual function of a city, mm-hmm. the nuts and bolts operation of a city, especially a major metropolitan city, when you have that is the display to the core, the crux, everything the city is, it doesn't work. So I hope whether it's Abdul or whatever Republican wins that primary or even Robin Shackelford, mm-hmm. anybody but Joe Hogsett, mm-hmm. anybody but Joe Hogsett for the next four years, please. Mm-hmm. All right, we can move on. Now. I'm willing to give the uh, the supposed street musician the benefit of the doubt. Stop. So Kev. I'm going to take my bongos down. There. All right, we'll see All how right. it goes. Yep. Okay. Perfect. He's not hurting anything. Yeah, that's other, true. Other than your eyes. I mean, he's not. <laughs> he's he seems to be minding his own business for now. Okay. Yeah. And but again, Casey, it's a perception. Yeah. Of if and you don't like the optics of it, the way it looks. Four, we're also four floors up. Yeah. You know, if you're, are you going to want to walk down there? Are you going to want to? If there's nine homeless people sleeping in and around the circle, are no. you going to go there by choice? No, absolutely not. Like I said, I was downtown last weekend and got confronted by someone, a vagrant, and it, and you were it, it you was were, not a pleasant experience. And your walk was about thirty feet, right? 
Think about that. Yeah. You walked out of this building. The place you were going was about 30 feet, mm -hmm. maybe a little more, yeah. say 50 feet, from where you were leaving, and you couldn't even make it 50 feet. Right. That's pathetic. Yeah. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's move on and talk about what's going on with Joe Biden. He said he was going to announce uh, his run for president after the first of the year. Many thought that he would announce after the State of the Union address and still nothing. We've got crickets and some people are starting to question and it's creeping into conversations regarding 2024. What if he decides not to run? Sort of seems like an unfathomable reality at this point, doesn't it? I mean, because we talked about if indeed you were not going to run, mm -hmm. because as soon as he doesn't run, so much of the pressure is released off of him in terms of not that the investigations would go away mm -hmm. to him, his son, whatever, mm -hmm. but hey... I think there probably then becomes a consensus of the American public because they have the attention span of a gnat. Hey, th this guy's not running again. Why are we wasting all this energy on him? By the time you do any sort of investigation, he'll be out of office. I mean, he could just relinquish so much stress and pressure from himself if he came out and said, I'm not running. So you would think at this point he is running. But yet, well, he did keep saying in the State of the Union address, let's finish the job, finish the job. And of course, his trip overseas to Poland and Ukraine would signal that this is somebody who is definitely going to be running for president again. But he hasn't declared it. So do the impending investigations into Hunter Biden cause him to second guess? Like, is he thinking, whoa, like, why hasn't he coming out? Are we operating from the standpoint, and I don't mean to be mean when I'm asking this question, but it is it is very relevant to the conversation. Are we operating from the standpoint in this conversation that Joe Biden has all his mental faculties? <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but I'm, I'm serious. It's, it's relevant to the next question I'm going to ask you. Are we operating? I'm not operating under that. Okay, because if you thought Biden was a guy who had all his mental faculties and could put together cognitive thoughts mm -hmm. and strategy and etc you would say maybe the i'm not running yet is the ultimate leverage move against or out of whatever potential criminal charges either against the son or himself or whatever that mm -hmm. might come you would say you want to hold that bullet back in the chamber mm -hmm. because then if they come out and say, hey, we're going to indict you. OK, what if I just agree not to run again? OK, well, we won't put the country through that. It's very similar to Richard Nixon. Yeah. Right. If you go way back to 1970, mm -hmm. was it 75 or whatever it was uh, th that he did the something similar. Right. Gerald Ford is going to pardon. You're going to resign. Gerald Ford is going to pardon you. And in exchange for that, you know, you're going to resign the presidency. We will not pursue right. criminal charges. But I don't think Biden has the ability to scheme and scam like that. I mean, I, you don't think? No, I mean, I, I mean, you just said Joe Biden does not have the ability to scheme and scam. Knowingly, I don't think he's running the show at this point. I don't. Oh, okay. I, I'm saying obviously throughout his life he has certainly schemed and scammed. But I'm saying the guy you see today right. is not a mastermind of of his own destiny at this point, right? It's all past. Does that make sense? Transgressions. Yeah, and, I mean, okay. he's he's not organizing the ability to make a conscientious decision to do something and feel firm in it and okay here's team here's the plan whatever i still think he's running i just don't see how he's not running well i guess april would be a good month for him to say he's gonna run right because april is the month that 
Bill Clinton declared he was running for president. It was the month that Barack Obama restarted his campaign in 2011. So maybe we're just waiting. But, you know, his his donors are starting to question, like, are, are we putting money in for you or are we looking elsewhere? I mean, are we are we talking about Gavin Newsom? Are we talking about Phil Murray, Bernie Sanders, Amy Klobuchar? Like, where are we going with this? Well, there's no bench. That's the biggest issue. There Kamala? Is, there is no bench. Uh, unless you could convince Michelle Obama to run, oh boy. which I think is what they want. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure she wants to do it. But I mean, there is there is no there is no bench in the Democrat Party. One thing that holding off official campaign paperwork, signing official paperwork, does is it would allow Biden to avoid having to report a less than robust fundraising. Yeah, and I think you can also coordinate with super PACs mm-hmm. until you're a declared candidate. Mm-hmm. Because that was the thing with Trump, why they thought he was going to hold out or he held out as long as he did was so that he could coordinate with with super PACs, raise money, et cetera. Because then once you are a declared candidate, you cannot coordinate with super PACs that are helping your campaign. So everybody saw him stumble up the uh, Air Force One. Yeah. He, He did it again, stumbled up the stairs. It's what is this? The third, fourth time he's done this. Stop picking on an old man, Casey. If he does it again, I'm going to get a free sandwich. You know, it's like a punch card. Oh, he did it again. (laughs) Get a free sandwich. Okay, we were going to talk about Mike Pence, but let's take a break and then we'll uh, do that. How Mike Pence is kind of going after Ron DeSantis. That's on the way from 93 WIBC. Hey, Casey. Yes? Question. What? Very, very, very important question. Okay, what do you got? How would you like to get a 6% bonus when you open up an investment account? Yes, please. All right. Well, if you invest (laughs) $100,000, you immediately get a $6,000 bonus. And Mm -hmm. you continue to get a 6% bonus on future contributions for the next Five years. That sounds amazing. Hey, it's Kendall and Casey, and we just opened up a Roth IRA with Bill Demery, and we love getting 6% upfront bonus. But we also love that our investment growth is tax-free. How do we feel about taxes? We hate them. You got to check this out because there's even more benefits than we have time to discuss here. So to learn more, call Bill Demery, your retirement guy, right here in Indy at 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. Oh, Kev, last minute pick. You missed such an opportunity there. I didn't have much time, sir. He asked you to make a request. I did. And you had nothing. I did have something. You really, you, you dropped wanted, the you ball. You requested bread. You, Kev said, what do you want? Bummer music. I deferred to you. You didn't have anything. I said something up-tempo. I gave you a chance. Mm-hmm. You didn't take it. And so I said, diary by bread, which is a phenomenal <laughs> song. Thank you for not listening to him, Kevin. I appreciate that. Rob You've never even heard ball. that song. You probably did the same with that song you did with that 45 of with Babe. You didn't even listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey. It's 93. WIBC. It is 1148. And let's talk about what uh, is going on with Mike Pence and Ron DeSantis. Pence says he disagrees with DeSantis going after Disney's tax status because he's a limited government Republican. So DeSantis signed a bill last year and it dissolved Disney's 50 year special tax 
tax district in yes. Orlando. And it has allowed Disney to self-govern the land that includes its theme parks. And and then Pence came out and he, he was clarifying some things. And he does say that he did support Florida's implementation of House Bill 1557, which is the parental rights and education bill. But he was critical of DeSantis' interference in the manner. Yeah, okay. So here's, okay. So, so I like what you did, but well, I don't like what you did. Let's, let's compare. Okay, this is really interesting. Let's compare the condition Indiana was in under Mike Pence to where Florida is under Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis made Florida what it is going through a pandemic. Not even close. (laughs) What Florida did with Disney is they said, look, Disney, it's like any other, you know, uh, nonprofit. There are certain rules or people with special tax exemptions. There are rules to get the thing, right? And part of it is you're not getting into politics. You're freaking Disney. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Mickey. It's Goofy. It's all your favorite... uh, cartoon characters it's uh pinocchio mm-hmm. and you know, but it's rides it's fun it's you know amusement parks that's disney you want to be disney great we're going to let you be disney and we're proud to be the home of disney and blah 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 but if you're going to co- become an arm of the mm-hmm. radical left mm-hmm. then we're not going to use taxpayer money to allow you to become the arm of the radical left and i'm surprised mike pence who champions being some sort of conservative on steroids. I mean, he doesn't govern that way, but he's really good at giving speeches saying he's that way, uh, would be critical of Ron DeSantis saying, if you're not going to be neutral, mm-hmm. then we're not going to use taxpayer money to subsidize your lust for leftist politicians and policies. Okay, well, this is what Mike Pence said. Let's take a listen. And so people talk about cancel culture. Some people say, well, you know, they're canceling on one side. The other said, well, look, DeSantis used his political power to cancel them. Well, I I would say to you two things. Number one is I fully supported uh, Florida's initiative to protect kids and protect parental rights. I was just in Iowa last week where literally there's a school, the Linmar Community School, uh, will allow a student to get a gender transition plan without parental notification or approval. Right. So we I fully support what Florida did about protecting kids under the third grade. But I, I, I have concerns right. about I mean, the follow-on. Look, Disney stepped into right. the fray. They lost. Uh, but then they, but they, the they idea of going after attacked, their taxing authority, that was beyond the scope of what I, as a conservative, limited government Republican, would be prepared to do. Well, okay. So, so technically, though, if you're a conservative, limited government Republican, you wouldn't be setting up the special tax breaks to begin with, right? Because that's treating people different, right. Based on their class. Now, people can argue that back and forth, but the idea that that doesn't make you a cons- that makes you not a conservative because you are eliminating a special tax break that that emboldened and helped one specific entity. Okay. So, what Pence is saying that he they went too far. Is, is that his point? I guess Mike Pence believes that mega corporations should get better deals than everyone else and should be able to do whatever political jockeying they want to do. Mm-hmm. How else do you interpret that, Casey? Yeah, that he's saying he was good with them. Having that special tax status. And why was it revoked? Because Disney got involved mm-hmm. in 
public policy and politics. Right. right. So Mike Pence thinks that mega corporate, which look, if you look at Mike Pence's track record as a governor, as a congressman, uh, I'm not going to mention the name Keel Brothers Oil Company today. Everybody can Google that and see how Mike and his brother Greg, uh, mm-hmm. how they ran their own, uh, you know, business there. Um, but in uh, all the taxpayer money that, uh, you know, that ended up costing us and that poor local bank that got left holding the, the bag. I mean, I'm not going to mention all that today, Casey. Okay. But Mike Pence's time as governor, right? I mean, you look at what he do. You know, it's the same. It's the same thing. Here is my question to any person who really, really likes Mike Pence. Outside of his speeches, remove the speeches. He is a phenomenal speaker. He's a phenomenal orator. He's a phenomenally disciplined messenger. If you have someone to go out and deliver a message, he is all of those things. Fully admit, I was totally snowed by the guy until I had to go in there and work and see what was exactly what was actually going on. What policies has Mike Pence done that you would say, wow? What an impressive resume. That should really be the guy that should lead the free world. You can't count Trump because those were not Mike Pence policies. Right. And don't forget, Mike Pence, basically in these very seats, mm-hmm. sat here in Indiana in 2016 and endorsed somebody else against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to take credit for that being the also guy that hitched your wagon to somebody else. I'm talking as a congressman mm-hmm. or as a governor. Mm-hmm. What is the signature accomplishment of Mike Pence mm-hmm. that you would say, wow, that really qualifies that guy to lead the free world? Yeah. And I would welcome that phone call. We'll play him tomorrow. I'd love to hear him. 317-684-8444. See, I disagree with you. You said that you were totally snowed by him, that he was a great orator and the twinkle in the eye. Yeah. I always thought he was boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> not engaging. Well, he's not. Inter- Talking points. He's not entertaining in the sense of, hey, it's. It's Elvis Presley circa, you know, uh, late 60s comeback Elvis where, you know, you just can't get enough of the guy. Yeah, but it's different than that. Like, I didn't feel like... Clearly, he he won his election here in Indiana, but... Barely. Uh, barely. Um, and left with not great polling. I just... I, uh, I think part of the job is to get people to buy into what you're saying. You got to get people to engage and buy in, right? I never felt that with him. Could have gone with the diary again, Kev. Had another opportunity. Yeah, I kind of thought about it, but I decided not to. Let's expect that tomorrow. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. All right, let's put a lid on it. That does it for us. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job. And thank you to the guy on the circle who's jamming out today. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.